Hey. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> this is Fuck. the skin of a killer bella. Can you open this? Yeah. Say it out loud. Vampire. <laughs> Are you scared? No. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I love it. I've been watching this guy on Instagram do Twilight, but if it was Australian. Are you scared then? No. Nah. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> anyway. Hey, welcome back to Inebriated Inc. Hello, welcome everybody to our second spooky episode of the month of... I almost said the month of Halloween. The month of Halloween, yeah. The full month of Halloween. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? October 2022. And you got... Here we are. Sitting here with you, uh, our co-ghost. Spooky Draven. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Unfortunately, also, just want to say up top that I am very congested, but yeah. I love Ari Aster and A24 and could talk about them for forever. So I might talk a lot in this episode because today we are watching. Uh. <laughs> What are we watching? <laughs> I didn't know it was coming. Excuse. <laughs> We're watching Midsummer, which uh, is a 2019 film, uh, Ari Aster's second A24 film. If you don't know who Ari Aster is, he made Hereditary. Um, and that's I it. Think, no, he made a short film as well. I think it's called Something Wrong with the... Hold on. I can find it real quick. Oh, sorry. It's The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. That was in 2011. And... um. He, uh, pretty much all of his movies are really fucked up in some way. Um, I haven't seen it. I've only seen Hereditary. Hereditary was a lot. Gotcha. The short film is, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's about incestuous rape. So, hmm. uh, you know. That's what the short film's about? Yeah. That's a spoiler for it? Sort of. Okay. Not really. That's what it's about. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 my favorite director. He also writes. He wrote Hereditary and Midsummer as well, um, as well as directing them. So they're fully his creation. And I think he's just incredibly talented at writing and executing. 
very unique horror movies. Mm. Uh, Hereditary is my favorite horror movie. That's a good one. It's also a dark comedy. And the thing I love the most about his movies is that like to actually watch them. I feel this way about all movies, but especially for his movies. To actually watch them, you need to watch them more than once. Right. Like, the first time you watch a movie, you're really just experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And then the second time you watch a movie, you're understanding it. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, getting the full scope. Yeah, yeah, because he does a lot of, like, foreshadowing and lays in uh, visuals of, like, things that might happen later. Little hints and clues. That you don't catch until you actually know what they're about. Which is why you have to watch it a second time. And then you realize that he's been telling you what was going to happen the whole time. Right. Pretty much. So, I just really love that in movies. Especially horror movies. Because it makes them... Especially really fucked up horror movies. Which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Real, Real fucked up shit. Yeah. Fan of it. But, like, they... The they can be difficult to rewatch because of the intense emotions they can make you feel, but having those things to experience the second time watching it just makes it so much more enjoyable. I I've, I don't have that problem because like if I've seen it once, it's not going to hit as hard the next time I see it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I uh, mean that one scene in Hereditary still gives me fucking goosebumps every time I watch it. Yeah. Where he goes and lays in the bed. Yeah. You hear the mom screaming. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, that one's like, that one's hard. (laughs) That That one is like pure, like the worst emotion that a human can experience. And it's like so well acted. Yeah. And that kid's really good. Yeah, he's really good. The mom's really good. He was also in a movie I watched recently called Old. Mm -hmm. He's awesome in that too. He has to play like a kid that's aging rapidly. Do you know what his name is? No. (laughs) It's Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf? Yeah. I feel like I should know that. That's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Wolf. Mm-hmm. Cool. But he's very good and old. He had to play a kid that was aging rapidly. Damn. So, yeah. He, yeah. He was playing a, like, like a six-year-old that was in the body of, like, a 20-year-old. Oh. Yeah. He was six years old at the start of that movie? I don't know. He might have been older than that. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. It's wild. Gotcha. Midsummer. Stars Florence Pugh, um, and I love her very much. I think she's one of the best uh, actors in, like, our generation. Yeah, not above Nicolas Cage. I said our generation. Yeah, I know. That's what you have to set them apart. Okay. There's no beating that, man. All right. Since you've not had anything spoiled about this movie, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say what it's about yet. Okay. I think we're just going to go in and experience it. Also, you're going to be making some... uh... Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to make my own cocktail inspired by this movie. Because I wanted... There are drinks, like, in this movie. They have lemonade a lot. Mm. Not a lot, but, like, a few times. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do, like, a floral lemonade sweet kind of thing you know what like are you reading the strawberry gin strawberry gin yeah mm. and this is already almost 10 o'clock for us 
Yep. So we're gonna get. It's gonna be a late one, but it's gonna be fun. We're gonna get get right into it and uh, see you folks in a little bit. Yeah. You wanna? Mm. Okay. Fucking uh, cue the music. And listen to the bird sing. Good morning, Good everybody. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Good yes. morning. Um, I totally forgot to ask you. Did you want to drink? I right do want to drink. Or do the podcast? Do it on the podcast for them. Make well, make it. That's not what I was saying, but that's funny. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me tell you guys what the uh, the drink is that I made. Uh, I'll give you the recipe right now for free. For free. Uh, maybe. Don't expect that shit in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Man, for me still being my PJs, there surely has been a lot going on today. A lot of things are going wrong. Yeah. But then it's okay. Yeah. That's life. That's life. But I'm still in my PJs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, chill, chill to chill, chill. We're gonna go see Ben Schwartz next weekend. Yeah. And our Airbnb canceled on us today. Yeah. Which is, they said they moved out of the unit, and it's like you, you wait until the week of. It's the week of. Oh, it is. We're going. <laughs> we're leaving Friday. It's yeah. Sunday. And you tell us just. Oh, I was. Anyway, I found a cheaper, better, larger Airbnb, so wow. fuck them. Um, also, who has just the money to move out of somewhere like that? <laughs> That's bullshit Well, I'm to sure me. it wasn't like out of nowhere, you know, and they own Airbnbs, so I'm sure it's not that hard. Yeah. But anyway, back to what we were talking about before chaos ensued. Um... My drink recipe. Yeah. Um, Does it have a name? I think I'm going to call it the May Queen. May Queen. Yeah. That's great. It's two and a half ounces of strawberry gin. We used, is it like indigo or indidu or something like that? Indigo go. I think it's indigo. Okay. Just indigo. Okay. And then three ounces of light lemonade. Uh, and then three ounces of. I'm using hibiscus agua fresca, which is like a Minute Maid canned drink. Uh, but really, any floral beverage, any floral lemonade would do. And then one to two drops, very important drops, of vanilla extract. Uh, serve that over ice with a honey drizzle on the inside of the glass. Yes, it was uh, very cute and also very delicious yeah it was very good uh 
not like anything I've had before. Yeah, and you feel free to add more alcohol in there too, because I know that's not a lot. If you could find like a floral liqueur or something, that'd be really cool. I think we drop a recipe book for drinks based around movies. Yeah. 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 I did find quite a few midsummer drinks while I was researching. It kind of took things from each of those. I think now we officially have the May Queen. And whatever the name of the Vampire's Kiss one I did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you even remember how to make that one? Uh, I think I say it on the pod, on the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. It's like Jaeger and cranberry juice. And, oh, right. Yeah. It was the... Yeah, Jaeger might be really good to add in this, too. Just a little bit of it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was... Because it was really refreshing. I feel like if you put the Jaeger in there, it's going to be... I put a little bit of it in there. It's got that herbal... That's true kind of thing in there it might be interesting you could try it you know yeah uh but it would ruin the color yeah. the color was a light peak <laughs> it was very nice very so, lovely yeah uh, i still can't breathe so <laughs> <laughs> what's new any better no exact same love it love being here i feel really. better than i did yesterday but that's because i was hungover yesterday right we went out. It's been a while since we went out, and we went out the day before yesterday. Friday night, yeah. 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 And I went a little hard. Uh, I got a free shot because <laughs> somebody bought one and left. And I know the bartender, and he was like, Hey, you want this shot of tequila? Never say no. Crazy to do that. Yeah. Because I went up to the bar, and I was like, What can you do with tequila? He was like, I can do it few things so then he made me a tequila sunrise he was like also i have this shot of tequila that <laughs> i paid for and yeah the shot of tequila is really what set you over there it really I did I was, we moved to a different bar i remember twerking and i don't remember much else <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the lady trying to fight you what's up uh the famous lady i can't remember her name oh booga michelle yeah <laughs> booga michelle snatched me up Holy shit, I forgot about that. Cause, like, I left to go to the bathroom for three minutes. Yeah. and <laughs> Well, we, we met this uh, woman there. I gave her a business card for her podcast. And she gave me a cigarette. And I was giving her a dollar for the cigarette. And Bookish Michelle snatched me up for some reason. I guess she thought I was like soliciting <laughs> for the dollar. <laughs> and she grabbed me up and she's like, what are you doing, young man? And I was like... I, I, I was paying for the cigarette, I just... <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, this person we just met and our friend Kendall had to come out and save me from Booga Michelle. Yeah. If you don't know who Booga Michelle is, look it up. <laughs> A character, that one. She's famous you around these parts. You can Google her, yeah. Midsummer. Yeah, we, we're talking about <laughs> absolutely everything, but... That's the best part of the podcast, I think. Um, yeah, uh, so we watched it last night. And then as it ended, I realized I was drained in every possible way and uh, fell asleep within, like, the hour after yeah. that. So I knew we couldn't record. So I was like, let's save it for the morning, even though we have so much to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also had to find a new Airbnb on top of all of that. So, exciting. <sighs> but, but we're here. We're here. We're doing it. What a great movie that movie was. Yeah. 
So I wa- I kind of want you to kind of take the reins here no. since it was your oh. <laughs> <laughs> since it was your first time watching it though. Yeah, you just want me to run through it. Uh, kind of. What I was feel like about? you do a better better job of like going through the movie because remember I did murder party last time and I probably talked about the same scene for half an hour. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's fair. I'll just I'll just interject with my thoughts on things. Okay. I'll yeah. kind of introduce what we're talking about and then and then you can kind of add on. Yeah, yeah. I'll summarize. You give detail. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Okay. So Midsummer is about Ari Aster describes it as a breakup movie. Really? Yeah. I see. I, hmm. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's also because Ari Aster is a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, so. Also um, called Hereditary a comedy. Yeah, it is. It is. Hereditary is a dark comedy. After you watch it. Yeah, times. after you get desensitized to it, it is a dark <laughs> comedy. After you become a little bit more of a psychopath <laughs> yourself, after watching it eighteen times, yeah. it's kind of funny. It's actually three times. Is how many times it takes. You think so? I know so. I think that just defines the level of a psychopath you are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not denying that fact. Um. But this movie is about a young american couple and they have a little friend group and one of them is a swedish um a swedish sweetheart swedish like transfer student or uh yeah swedish sweetheart yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's danny uh danny and um three guys or four guys danny the most devastated looking person on the planet like just their her yeah. facial expression. She uh, yeah, played by F- Florence Pugh. She is the protagonist. Constantly devastated. Yeah. Mark, which that's her boyfriend. No, that's not. No, Mark is the annoying guy. Mark is the secretly anxious. Yeah. Outside asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian is her boyfriend. The worst. Who is the worst indeed? And then Luke, I think that's what it was. No. Uh. Josh. Josh, yes. Josh. Josh. Probably my favorite character. Yeah, Josh is doing his like thesis, his college thesis on um Pele, who uh uh is the Swedish guy. Yeah. His his hometown and their midsummer activities. Yeah. Midsummer is when the sun doesn't set. It's like that time of the year for european countries it's very neat i would like to go yeah see that very wild um preferably in a cold setting yeah (laughs) because (laughs) pele is from a very small swedish community which some would describe as a cult um but before that commune though yeah, yeah well before that um the first Things that happen in this movie are Danny and Christian are kind of having some issues. Danny on her side is stressed out about her sister who sends, who is bipolar and sends like 
cryptic messages. cryptic messages a lot and stresses her out. And Do you remember what that message was that she was uh, telling Christian about? It was like uh, it was, it's getting dark. She said everything's dark. I can't do this anymore or something like yeah, that. Mom, mom and dad, dad are, are going. Ma- mom and dad are coming to. Yeah. Goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Um. Obviously not good. And I think Danny knew it wasn't good. And But was... Christian keeps like, you know, everything's fine. I'm sure she does this all the time. You know, you keep letting her stress you out like this. Yeah. Which, fuck you. And <laughs> so Christian is, you know, obviously being an asshole right off the bat. And then we see him with his friends and he and his friends are talking about how he's not wanted to be in this relationship for like a year and that he needs to just break it off. But then, um, maybe one of the most toxic friend groups I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then Danny, uh, um, calls him and is sobbing. Yeah. Crying, yelling, oh, almost just straight, almost screaming. just screaming, yeah. almost in a um, what's the word? I know what that word is. It's a storytelling. It's a uh, it's a thing you use for storytelling. I almost in a foreshadowing way, the way she screams. Oh you know? yeah, uh huh. Um, because her sister did indeed kill herself and. Her parents in just like the most elaborate, uh, like fucked up visually way. Yeah, she uh two of the did carbon energy. monoxide poisoning, but the two cars that were running were in the garage and they were both in their bedrooms. The parents yeah. and her were each in their separate bedrooms. Yeah, I mean at least for the parents it didn't seem that bad. They just went to sleep and did it like back up for her. That looked like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, she taped the tube to her face. You can definitely see, like, vomit stains on her shirt. Yeah. 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 Like, the commitment it takes to stay stay in that. I remember the first few times I watched it, I was like, somebody else did that shit. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? That's immediately what I thought, because when they showed the hose to their bedroom, because for a minute I thought maybe it was, like, (coughs) the parents committed suicide or something. But then I saw, like, the tape on the outside of the door. I'm like, oh, murder. And then I saw her, and I'm like, potentially murder, but not after that message. Yeah, not after the message. Uh, So, you know, Danny is Danny. Her name is Danny. Yeah. Um, She's extremely devastated. uh, Yeah, extremely. I saw, like, the way she was acting. Uh I was like, I don't even know if I'd act like that if my parents were killed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, well, dad. Whole family. <laughs> yeah, I, even then, I'm just like, I don't. That might just be a me thing, though. You know. Yeah, I mean, she. Yeah. Sorry, dad, but I'm not sobbing like that if you die. But she was, you know, kind of emotional from the beginning. Yeah. You could see that even before she has that. Probably more of the big build into it. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, hereditary level uh, grief there. Mm-hmm. Right, right in the beginning, right from the get go. Yeah, Ari Aster makes you feel grief. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, later on, you know, Danny is recovering a little bit. She's 
she goes out to a party with Christian and his friends, and she finds out that they're all going to Sweden. Which you quickly find out that Christian is very manipulative. Almost yeah. to a point where I'm not sure that he knows that he's manipulative. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the persona of gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. Truly. He'd be like, oh, I'm just... What did he say to her? Oh, when they get back after she finds out that they're going to Sweden... And he hadn't mentioned it, and they're leaving in two weeks. They're all going, well, you already said, for the midsummer thing. Yeah. But um, then they get back from the party where Danny just found out that, that he's going. He's like, I didn't even know that I was going until today. Liar. And, and she, he had already had his ticket. Yeah. And she knew that part. And she was just saying, yeah, like, she wasn't coming at him in any sort of way. She was just like, it's just. Yeah, she was. Just having a discussion. Trying to understand. He's like, maybe I should just go. She's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. He's like, I should just leave. Instead of like actually having the conversation. Yeah. Dick. (laughs) I hope he dies in a fire. (laughs) (laughs) I wish the worst for this man. Yeah. um, So. They have this discussion and then Christian is hanging out with his friends later. I got in a study group and he gets a text that says, it's Danny, Danny, she's coming up. And then is like, by the way, I invited her to Sweden. She's not going to go, but she did accept. But you all said that she could be invited. So and she's going. And then here, here <laughs> she is. Which is so that conversation was so weird to me because it started with. I invited her. She's not going. And it slowly turned into. You guys invited her, and she's coming. Like, yeah. Christian is just the worst. From the worst. The, during the whole movie, the more you watch it, too, you're like, "What the fuck?" And is Mark this guy? fucking sucks too. Like, it yeah. makes a lot of sense that they're friends. I don't know why Josh and uh, what's his name, Pele. Why Josh and Pele are friends with these guys, but yeah, they're the fuck. Those two are the fucking orders. Yeah. Um, Mark or yeah, Mark's just a fucking asshole. Reminds me of a lot of men. Man, men. A lot of man I know. <laughs> uh, just says like fucked up shit. Mm. No filter. And then. Only talks bad about women. Has yeah. nothing to say good about any woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Josh is an anthropologist. And he's like actually really dedicated to <laughs> the like studying of what's going. What they're uh, uh, going to go see. And Pele, he's just. Living life. Having yep. a good time. Pelly's just vibing. And he's very... He tries to be very kind. He's the most kind out of the entire friend group to mm-hmm. Danny. This, is, this um, should have been that... a drinking game for me. Uh-huh. I take a drink every time where I'm like, I would join this cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Pele also lost his parents. Yeah. And so he's trying to be understanding with Danny and... Their relationship grows throughout the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Very organically, too. Yeah. It's not Pele forcing anything. No, no, no. Uh, easily the best man in that group. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wild, considering what he actually does, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. So, we go to Sweden. We're here. The group goes to Sweden. Man, look at this tall grass. Oh. Um, it's beautiful. Everything is very bright and colorful. Danny is big, still he... having like panic attack kind of things. Yeah. 
on like all the plated stuff. I love how like every shot takes place in a big opening surrounded by like the woods. It's yeah. just so pretty like that. It is very pretty. Then we in this opening before we get to where we're going, we meet up with other people that have gone outside of the community mm-hmm. and the friends that they've brought with them. Yeah. So do you remember that guy's name? It's like Inga. It's Ingamar, I think. Ingamar. Um, so a little bit about this communion. Commune. Commune. Communion is. What uh, did I say? Communion. <laughs> <laughs> the Commune. Catholic <laughs> um, they explain a little bit later. Um, their belief is that until you're 18, you're in spring. And you're kind of just, like, learning life. You know, you're brand new and you're just uh, participating in the community there. Yeah. And then from 18 to 32, you go out into the world. Which is your summer. Yeah, which is your summer. You go out into the world and experience it. Really, you're your time to live. Your time to live and meet new people and bring them into mm-hmm. the community. Um. And then fall is 36 to 50-something. 50 50. Yeah. Um, I think it's 36 to like 50, 54. Okay. Something like that. And that's fall, and that's when you're working working around the commune and like doing all the labor stuff, mm-hmm. leading the the next generation and stuff like that. And then from... 54 to 72 is your winter and you're like the the wise people yeah you're mentoring the elders the mentors, yeah the elders which is uh you know K- key there that they have an end date yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> um a good cold never has a set doomsday so mm-hmm. that's where things start going right but if everybody has their own set doomsday yeah yeah um, so the festival that they're actually there for only happens every 90 years, which is like, they do a midsummer thing every year because there's a midsummer every year. Yeah. But like the nine day week, nine day long festival is every 90 years. Yes. And we are at one of these festivals. Yeah. Which is why Pele was like, it's a once in a lifetime thing. You guys got to come yeah. see this. I think we should talk about before this though the mushroom scene, like when we first meet the oh right, uh, the people coming back yeah, with their friends. So immediately when they get in, uh, they all uh, do shrooms together. Daddy uh, wanted to wait to get rooted, she said. And then Christian did this little manipulation tactic where he's like, "Oh, I'll wait for you." And everybody's like, "Are you taking it?" He's like, "No, I'm waiting for Danny." You uh-huh. know what I mean? That's fucked up. Yeah. I think he was genuine there, though. He wanted to come up with her, but then... That was still fucked, though. Everyone. Be like, when somebody's like, hey, why aren't you taking it with us? You're like, oh, because Danny is why oh. I'm not doing it with you. Gotcha. That's a small manipulation gotcha. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so... They they all do end up doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, th- uh, this is where drugs kind of really come into... The, the movie. This yeah. is where they start to happen, and they will be throughout the entirety of the movie. 
and you kind of get a feel for who everybody is as yeah. a person right here. Danny is still um, trying to get through this trauma. Yeah. Mark is dying for control. Uh-huh. He's just like, like where he's like, I knew people. I can't stand new people right now. Uh, I'm going to lay down. Everybody else lay down. Like yeah. he's just like, he's struggling to control what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, and then Josh is kind of just taking everything in. Yeah. Like uh, he's definitely trying to like learn what's going on. Fucking Christian is a shell yeah. of a human being. <laughs> and Pele is like, do you feel that the energy coming up from there? Yeah. That's that's the person I want to trip with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, then. Pele was fun. But it's crazy how well like the sound mm. and the visuals look like, and sound her for th- breathing, like it just slowly getting more like intense, so, like you can hear it yeah. more. The visuals on the trees, the wavy kind of like everything breathing. Mm-hmm. She looks down and looks at her hand and you, she sees grass sticking up through her hand like yes. she's becoming one with the earth like a lot of people say you feel on mushrooms uh-huh. which does all look very good and yeah. and the visuals for a second like in that movie were fucking spot on yeah but yeah uh so then she starts uh having a little bit of a panic attack because mm-hmm. somebody mentioned family oh um, i think mark says yeah mark says they're you guys are my family yeah and that's a trigger yeah and just, like, the way she panics and, like, talks to herself to try and calm herself down. Also, like, the way she was, like, gripping her hands and, like, walking fast. Yeah. And you said this while we were walking in, but the way she frowns. Yeah. Is so dead. Like, you can see all the pain behind it. Uh-huh. Like, never seen a more devastating frown in my Truly, entire life. Yeah. Same. Like, she, I don't know. Her face just, like, naturally does the most. A great face actor. Yeah. The most of a city crown, yeah. Um, Her playing Nicolas Cage's daughter <clears throat> and something. Mm-hmm. What other face actors are there that could be in this movie? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey's dad, Nicolas Cage's grandpa. <laughs> anyway, uh, after the trip, Danny wakes up. Uh, also, um, she has really fucked up dreams throughout this stay that you kind of see and that one um she sees like her family sitting on uh the couch and her sister is staring at her and then there are red and blue flashing lights and then she wakes up Mm -hmm. and uh then they go to the actual commune area the living place i think it's called haga harga i think it's harga harga um, and they like have to hike there pretty much mm-hmm. through the woods, but they get there and which day looked like the only person prepared for that had like the backpack with like the straps, the straps and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they get there and everything is beautiful. Everyone's very welcoming. Um, there's a trail of like dandelions planted on the ground for the path for people to walk. Yeah. It's very cute. And, um, all the structures are very beautiful here too. Mm-hmm. Like the the entrance to the place, there's like this kind of like sun opening. Yeah, kind of thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's but. like a sun sculpture archway yeah. kind of thing. Um, and everything's almost over like the path, like isosceles triangle shaped buildings. Yeah, yeah. Lots of triangles, lots of like 
high ceilings, wooden yeah. uh, wooden things. Um, a lot of yellow, which was nice. Yeah, a lot of yellows and greens. It was a very pretty movie <clears throat> for how, like, it's a it's probably the most pretty horror I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, same. Um, and there's flowers and gardens. Everyone is wearing white with, like, different color and kind of embroidery yeah. things on their clothing. Uh, lots of flower crowns around. Just very pretty. Everybody and talks real close to each other. Like, yeah. Everyone hugs and stuff. Yeah. So they obviously feel pretty welcome and stuff. And then they have dinner with them. Um, Those and tables like, were so cool. Yeah. And they start to see like the ritual that's happening. I think that'd be drink one for me right there. Yeah. Is when they're eating at the table. Uh-huh. And they're waiting for the people on the end. To start eating, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like a wave. Everybody starts picking up their utensils to eat. So there's an old man and an old woman that are both in dark gray, and they obviously are like special in this yeah. um, dinner. They are at the head of the table, and they kind of lead everything going on at that dinner. Yeah. Actually, I think that's breakfast. Breakfast? Or is it dinner and breakfast? I think it. I think it's both. I think it's lunch. Lunch is just dinner and breakfast, yeah. Right, but I thought they got there on the day before actually everything happened. Yeah, so yeah, we, we don't see that yet. We, yeah. Because we go through the first night and then I think that happens the next day. Yeah. We're introduced to it being the festival. Um, I'm trying to think, does anything else happen that day? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're just introduced to the festival. But everyone is sleeping in, like, the same barn yeah. kind of thing. Not everyone, but, like, everyone of that same age. Yeah. The, like, 18 to 36. And, yeah, uh, nothing really happens that first day. It's all pleasant, fun stuff. And then the next day, that lunch happens that we were talking about. With the two older people heading it. And they kind of have a toast at the end. And I love the way they were talk- like talking. Yeah. Or like it was like half singing, half talking. Mm-hmm. Where it's the, like I love the Ari Aster does this thing with like human noise mm-hmm. to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. So like in Hereditary it was like the like the I can't make that noise. Yeah. 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 And then in this movie it was the <gasps> like the yeah. <gasps> Yeah, that. Yeah, which is terrifying. To me. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> nobody just naturally makes that noise. Right, it's a noise we can all make. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, and like, when these two old people are talking to each other, it's a lot of like, like just like yeah. noises like that and shit in the middle of this language you can't understand. And then they're all speaking Swedish. Swedish, but like some of there's stuff added to it. Yeah. So then, um, the two older older people are. Like, they sit on these chairs that turn into, like, like thrones that you carry. Yeah. I don't know what those are called. I don't either. But they, like, have the poles that come out from front and back. And or, then people grab yeah, them. To be carried by, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go to this massive cliff. And everybody else is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. First red flag. Yep. Um, and everybody's looking up at the at the cliff. I don't know what they thought was gonna happen yeah. here, but it's a very tall like cliff. 
I, I would have walked and saw the cliff, and I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> With a large rock at the bottom. Yeah. And then the two older people are taking to the top of the cliff. This is also after the life cycles have been explained. Yeah. And these definitely look like 72 year olds. Yeah. And Danny <laughs> even said, what happens at 72? And Pele motions a uh, throat chop. He does the like the uh, undertaker. Yeah. Thing with his neck. Yeah. yeah. And everybody just like giggles and yeah. moves on. It's like, which okay. I wouldn't have. Yeah. Same. Also, there's a scene before this, too, where they're walking past a bear in a cage. So he's yeah. like, what's up with that bear? And the dude's like, it's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the end of that conversation. The other two outside people oh, yeah. are called Simon, Simon and Connie. Connie. And they're engaged to each other. And they're British. They're um, from France. They're from London. That's in Fr- France. French. London is in France? Yeah, it's in French. Is London not French? No! <laughs> London is the capital of the UK. <laughs> I think I've gone my entire life thinking that London was in France. What? London is where Sherlock takes place. I don't know why I thought that. I don't. Sorry, I'm not laughing at you anymore. And I'm laughing at the absurdity. That's why we drink. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit! <clears throat> Anyways, anyway, uh, Connie and Simon are also here from the UK, apparently, not France. My God, hold on! I don't <laughs> just completely derailed. Oh God! You know what? I hate Midsummer now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're at this cliffside, and yeah. obviously. The two older people, they get their hands sliced and then mm-hmm. rub their bloody hands on this rune stone and then they jump one at a they time. They do a little pose yeah. <laughs> and then they hop off. First lady goes head first, smacks her head, dead. Smacks her head into the big rock. Yeah, down which there. that fucking, that gore in that scene is unbelievably realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second guy jumps. I, the second he jumped, I was like, this dummy went legs first. <laughs> This idiot. What a fucking dummy. <laughs> what an absolute weedy. Legs first into this rock. He smashes his legs. He misses the rock. He as misses well. the rock? Oh, damn. Yeah. What a. Your whole life. Flood <laughs> up to this moment. You fucking ruined it. Uh, and he, like, breaks his legs and he's still alive. And then everybody starts crying out in pain with him. Uh huh. Then they go over there, take a big hammer, and smash him in his head. Mm-hmm. More than they needed to. 
I think that's that was ritualistic as well. It might have been like his family. Oh, uh, everybody gets a hit. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and Danny, like the whole doesn't time, doesn't really say anything yeah. the whole time, but she is obviously like the way this like the sound uh-huh. and the visuals are. Mm-hmm. You can you like go numb with Danny in this moment. Yeah. 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 Which was crazy. Like mm-hmm. so good. But the whole time Simon and uh Connie, uh, Connie are, are screaming out. They're like, yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah. They're like, Sir, don't jump, don't jump, don't jump. Uh, what does this dummy do? Legs first. <laughs> <laughs> the worst way you go. Yeah. But we needed to know what that large hammer was for. Yeah. i I the second I saw it, I was like, for what? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this is when they kind of realize this is their first traumatic experience at yeah. this year commune, the first negative experience. And Connie and Simon are talking about they want to leave. <laughs> yeah, uh, Danny is also packing up and wanting to leave. Christian, on the other hand, sees this and immediately goes to Josh and is like. I want to do my thesis on this place too Which now. Is what Josh was doing, and yeah. Josh is like, "Fucking excuse me." Yeah, because <laughs> I think they take the same class, mm-hmm. and so, and Christian, fuck Christian, uh, he's just like, I don't know why that made me so mad too. Because I was like, "You are just a piece of shit. You have mm-hmm. no redeemable qualities." Because mm-hmm. he goes up to him, he's like, "Listen, I'm willing to collaborate if you want to collaborate." It's like he doesn't fucking need you. Yeah. You need him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Christian weasels his way into being able to do what Josh is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what uh, all that Josh really wants is to like look at these ancient books uh-huh. and stuff. He wants to look into their history and stuff like that. Yeah. He gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And what does Christian do? He does one thing for the fucking thesis. He talks to uh, the one dude. Yeah, uh, just a basic questionnaire, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, how do you guys have jobs? Um, you guys do incest? Which Christian would fuck that. And I think at this point, as well, um, Connie, or Pele, comes and talks to Danny and, like, tries to calm her down after what she saw. All the other guy, uh, uh, commune members... Um, are like trying to calm them down and explain to them mm-hmm. what they saw. Uh, that it's a great tradition. It was really honorable, and they'll be honored when it's their chance to jump. Yeah. yeah. Um, that it was joyous. Actually, yeah. is what she joyous said. was the word. And because I, uh, I mean, I kind of like the philosophy there that it's like mm-hmm. you recycle. There's a pregnant baby there, or there's an unborn baby there mm-hmm. that will inherit their soul their and, name. and their name yeah yeah and mm-hmm. they kind of live on that way which was honestly very interesting yeah at least mm-hmm. very that's two drinks on that <laughs> very interesting um and very well thought out like this uh community and all their traditions and stuff and it's crazy that it's all made up by Ari Aster. Like I mean, he, you can see influences from certain things, but yeah, yeah it's um, definitely its own thing. And yeah, 
like crazy man sat down with it for way too long yeah (laughs) (laughs) a crazy psychopath as we have established and i can't remember if anything else happens i think they have dinner or something but then um first we see there's kind of a girl watching uh christian oh that's kind of a girl watching mark Yeah, yeah that's right there's a ginger i think her name is maya um girl that is obviously like making eyes at Christian. Yeah. Christian can't help himself but make eyes back because yeah. he's a gay of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's from day one. That's right. They all like got in line and danced with them. Yeah, they that, were, yeah. Th- that very first day. She's um, had yeah, she had her eyes on him the second he came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have this this dinner but before this dinner connie came back into the barn to like grab their stuff and Mm -hmm. danny was there and connie is like rushing rush walking and she says she's leaving and then uh, one of the older people comes up to her and is like simon um was driven down to the train station already you wanted to let me wanted me to tell you and then she's like what why would he leave without me that's bullshit and she kind of runs away um he's kind of well he's he's like you know there's only room for two in the truck oh right which is always wrong about a truck there's the back there's always at least three (laughs) spots as well in the truck and uh danny hears all that and then goes to tell christian while he's asking that dude questions and he's like oh that sucks Anyway, speaking yeah. of couples, is oh, there any no. incest here? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. And then we cut to Josh get to look through these books. We oh, find right. out that the um, the deformed girl there, yeah, is uh, actually bred through inbreeding uh-huh. to be able to uh, to be an oracle to be unclouded yeah. by cognitive thinking. Uh huh. In order to be able to just write. Yeah. And they interpret those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's where the book that they use. I can't remember the name of it. It was, start with, it was like two R words together. It's like Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ragnarok. No. <laughs> um, 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 it's kind of where shit takes off. Yes, it is. Because then they go to dinner and Connie's not there. Mm-hmm. Um. And earlier they heard everyone hears a woman scream off in the distance. I think before this happens, though, uh, they burn the bodies. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes. And they dump it on this big dead tree. Mm -hmm. And then Mark, about five minutes later, Mark goes and pisses on this tree and everybody loses their shit. Well, this one dude specifically screams at him and is like, why are you doing that? You're pissing on my people. Yeah. <laughs> Put your dirty dick away. Is something like, yeah. he says. <laughs> All in Swedish, though. Yeah. And then after Mark gets yelled at, they have dinner. And then you could see something is weird about Christian's food. Uh-huh. Wait, is that the same one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His drink is slightly darker than everybody else's. We're it's- also shown earlier... In the movie, this like quilt, uh-huh. 
and it has like the steps to make a man fall in love with you yeah. and it is it's like putting your pubes and your yeah putting your pubes in their food and your period blood in their drink yeah <laughs> yep so his drink's a little darker he takes a bite out of this bite there's a little pube <laughs> yeah uh rough yeah um and Mark's like is that a fucking pube <laughs> Where? And uh, then that girl walks over. Is this the same dinner? That girl walks over to Mark and was yeah. like, uh, "Let me show you." And he's like, "I'm gonna go, guys. Uh, she's gonna show me." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that is, that is the last time we see Mark. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Simon and Connie are gone now as well. And then uh, at bedtime we see. That Josh is getting ready for bed, but he goes to bed with his shoes on. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets up in the middle of the night, starts going through this book. Because he asked for pictures earlier, and yeah. they're like, absolutely not. Yeah. And he starts just taking pictures of everything in this book. Mm-hmm. And Mark walks up behind him. He's like, Mark, what are you doing? We're not supposed to fucking be in here. Close the door. Close the door. And then he gets banged in the back of the head. And then Mark comes up close, and he realizes it's just somebody wearing Mark's face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this mm-hmm. is honestly like one of the most fucked up things they do in the whole. Then we just watch uh, Josh twitch on the ground for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's dragged away. Yeah. That's the last we see of him. Mm-hmm. So now we're down to two out of the six people we were brought here with. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Real quick. Real quickly. Also, Pele is. Um, <clears throat> kind of trying to tell uh, Danny this whole time that Christian is her fucking problem. Yeah. Like, he is the worst, and you need to realize that. Yeah. Also, the first day they get there is Danny's birthday. Right. And Pele gave her a present right away, and Christian forgot, and Pele had to say something to Christian. Yeah. Did it on the sly, too. Yeah. But, um, also... Oh... Ma, <laughs> why is that even in here? <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't talk about the the May Queen thing that we were told about in the beginning. All right. But like the first day we got there, uh, Pele shows a picture to Danny of a woman with like flowers all around her head, and he says that's the May Queen from last year. Yeah, from last year. Yeah. And then there's a wall of pictures of May Queens in the barn mm-hmm. that they sleep in. So now it's just Danny and si- or Danny and Christian left. Yeah. And <clears throat> that that day immediately they're separated in the morning. They're like, Christian, you're gonna go talk to this elder. Uh-huh. And uh Danny, you're gonna go with the women. Yeah. We'll do stuff with the women. And then cut to Christian being told, like, hey, uh Mia trying to fuck. Yeah. You down? Maya. She's, yeah, Maya. They're basically, they're like, she's been approved to mate with you. Yeah. So you guys are good to go. Uh-huh. And then come back to Danny, uh, who's been fed psychedelics again. Uh-huh. Uh, she drank them. Drank the psychedelics. And with all the women. Yeah. Uh, they're all wearing uh, flower crowns and dressed in, you know. Dressed in the garb, the yeah. white garb. 
and you find out it's a dance hall. Yeah, it's a dance hall. <laughs> it's a dance hall. Um, they they make three circles around this maypole and they just dance mm-hmm. until one only one person is left standing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stop and start a lot. They change the dance pattern a lot, but uh, at the end, Danny starts like talking to one of the ladies in Swedish, and they're is like, "Is it Swedish? Because it says." In the subtitles, it said in gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> it was like slow hallucinogenic thing. Yeah. Um, and she was like, we can't understand each other. We don't need words. We're dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then that distracts the one lady and she runs into the other person um, when the music stops. And then Daddy's the winner. Yeah. And then, and then a scene happens. Because Christian's also given psychedelics, and they're at this yep. dinner. Uh, it's it's the same routine where now um, Danny is leading. So when she picks up her forks and knife, everybody else picks up their fork and knife. Yeah. Everybody starts eating. Because she's the May Queen. Yeah. And Christian, did I say that? He's already been given psychedelics at this point, too. Yeah. And, he took them at the dance-off. Yeah. And then you see Maya. Yeah. Go leave staring at him the whole time yeah and then christian gets up or they carry wait try to remember what happens in order it happens does he just get up from there no danny they all eat first yeah she's still tripping and the visuals are still still popping still bumping yeah the flowers look fucking crazy yeah um and you could see kind of that the the cult is yeah kind of like really trying to welcome her and have her be part of them and even one of the ladies is like you are a part of us now you are part of yeah. Fargo now we're like sisters yeah um, um also there's one scene at this dinner uh-huh. where Christian turns to the old man next to him and what does he say he, he says, says what is going on says what's going on and the guy claps at him and yeah. it like distorts his whole reality <laughs> yeah and Christian's just like why, why did you, you do, do that, that? <laughs> my favorite part that's great um <laughs> and then danny's let off to do more ritual shit they like put some beef in the ground and they crack an egg on it uh-huh. and they... the, she's going to bless the the fields and the harvest mm. i think um so they're doing that and then christian is led into this place mm-hmm. on the ground lays maya fully naked uh-huh in flowers, uh-huh. surrounded by a bunch of other naked women. Yeah, that are standing and singing. Doing the fucking thing from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The swaying, swaying and singing. Yeah. <laughs> but he walks in there. And he's given more drugs right before he walks in. Oh, yeah. For, for his, his vitality. vitality. <laughs> that he breathes in. So, yeah, he goes in there. Uh, just gets, gets at it. <laughs> goes right to work. Yeah. And all these women are standing around, and then as, as they're boning, Maya looks up, gets away to come down. And then this woman is just eye to eye, singing to him, <laughs> like, while he's having sex with somebody else. Yeah. And, and then, then. <laughs> and then Maya moans once, and then this whole group of women start moaning, like, yeah. in sync. Like, yeah. 
It's not a normal moan it's, either. It's like, oh. it's, yeah, it's like, oh. yeah. Oh, oh. It sounds like birds. Yeah. It's uh, very unsettling, and I don't know how he kept going. He started doing it, too. Did he? Yeah. Oh, my God. You hear it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. When Danny. Yeah. And Danny walks in, sees it. Danny comes back. Yeah. And she asks, like, what's going on around the camp? And then points to one place because she can hear some of the vocalizing yeah. going on. And this lady is like, that's not for us. <laughs> yeah, don't and then worry about Danny that. starts walking towards it. And she's like, I really think you shouldn't. Um, but Danny keeps going. And you can kind of see that she probably knows yeah. what it is. She's got that real devastated frown on her face. And she kind of closes her eyes before she looks through the keyhole. Yeah. Um, and then she does. And she starts like gagging. And she, she throws up. Wild. <laughs> yeah. And then all the other ladies come run to help pick her up and take her to the barn where they sleep. And the women are like touching her, trying to soothe her, calm her down. And then they start like sharing her emotions. Yeah, with she her. starts, Danny starts screaming as Danny does when she's upset. And yeah. they start screaming right there with her. And then it turns into almost this like, like barbaric, like hoo ha chant, where it's like, yeah. hoo hoo ha. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Like just. It's, it was scary. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's scary and unsettling, but it also, like, makes sense a lot, especially for this this cult. Yeah. In that, that was a huge part of, like, what Pele was talking about. And, like, Sharing experiences. Having a family that makes you feel held because Which... they all share the the emotions and the experiences and do everything together makes that one scene because in the, in the beginning when she's tripping on mushrooms and uh-huh. she walks over to a crowd they all start laughing uh-huh. she really thinks they're laughing at her but if you think about it they're all laughing in unison yeah so it was definitely them sharing an experience yeah right there yeah for sure because they were also all tripping i think yeah um very neat yeah but yeah so that happens uh-huh and then Christian starts, you know, running around butt naked. Um, and that's where you kind of see what's going on. Yeah. Um, he runs and there's a foot in the garden, in one of the gardens. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Josh's it's definitely foot. Definitely Josh's foot. Um, and he runs into the shed and Simon is... Fucking kid hoisted from the ceiling yeah it's called it's that's called something i think it's like wings of death oh, or yeah. something where like a russian necktie kind of thing yeah where they slice open your back and use your wing lungs to look like wings and he's still breathing yeah there's still that going on yeah and then christian gets like eye to eye with him and he's got um like sunflowers where his eyes used to be yeah and then he stands up and somebody blows shit in his face and they close his eyelids one by one. And I saw that. I was immediately like paralyzed. Yeah. Because if somebody shuts one of your eyelids, the other one's going to naturally shut. Right. Or, you know, that one's going to stay open. But them doing it one by one. Yeah. Just so everybody knows I'm Sherlock level genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he then wakes up and um, this lady's like, Christian. You can't speak. You can't move. All right. 
Here we go. As she goes back in line and we see there's like this little meeting going on with everyone standing and uh, Danny is there and dripped out, dripped in flowers, like just a massive flower gown that covers the her way she neck moved to, to the ground. Reminded me of something, but I can't think of what it is. It's almost like she was like a slug of flowers. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just the way it was built out. Yeah. Um, it's like got a really long um gown behind, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just a massive flower yeah. crown. Also sitting in a flower throne. Yeah. We got Christian there in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. Um, and then basically they start explaining, you know. They explain the what happened it's and sacrifice time. Yeah, so it's nine, nine bodies to be sacrificed. Four new bloods is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And then four people from the actual community. Um, and then one to be chosen by the May Queen. And they do a little raffle to decide yeah. who's going to be <laughs> from their side. So the four new bloods are Josh, Mark, Connie, and Simon. Mm-hmm. And then there are two people that volunteer. People that volunteer, and then two that were also that were already turned into dead bodies. Which I think was the wasn't that the people that jumped? Mm-mm. No, there were okay. ashes. Right. It was two different people. Gotcha. Two people chosen, two people volunteered, and then one person chosen at random to go against Christian. Yeah, one person from the community versus Christian. And it was her to choose. And it was Danny's choice. And we don't actually see her choose. When the next thing we see is uh, this guy teaching kids how to uh, take the intestines out of a bear. Mm-hmm. And then we see Christian in the corner. They gut the bear. They pick Christian up and put him next to the bear on the table. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is Christian's face sewn inside this bear he's definitely still alive he's definitely yeah. very alive just still paralyzed sitting inside this barn which is honestly terrible terrible thing to be paralyzed inside in this situation. of a bear <laughs> yeah inside of a bear knowing what was about to happen um, but not being able to say anything they start wheelbarrowing bodies in one by one yeah Fucking Mark was the worst one for me. I hate that. He was yeah. obviously so light because they yeah. had like completely degutted him uh-huh. and like fucked up his body. Yes. Yeah. And his face was just kind of like sitting there because they had skinned his face. Stuffed with hay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mark had it coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they definitely fucked him up the most because of the ancestral tree shit. But. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody's just kind of brought in, sat in different corners, the two people volunteering. They're fed something. From the he says from the yew tree, feel no pain, feel, feel no, no fear. fear. Um, and then yeah, Christian sat down in the middle of this in this little bear costume, uh-huh. little bear pajamas. <clears throat> yep. And then they set the they set it on fire. Yeah, they set the entire barn on fire. Yep. And everybody's outside watching, and as. The alive people start to scream. They all start to scream. Mm-hmm. Danny is kind of like 
gasping, throwing up, and then like starts laughing. <laughs> and then it's a close up from her going from her devastated frown. Yeah. To a very cheerful smile. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. In the movie. In the movie. Masterpiece. It was fantastic. Yeah. So pretty for a horror movie. Yeah. Very, I don't know. Danny was definitely a good actor. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say the same about Mark and Christian. I think they were great actors. You think so? Because they made us hate them. Yeah. Yeah. They did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. I don't know. There's just some line deliveries that were goofy from them to me. From Mark? Yeah, uh, more Christian. Okay. Yeah. 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 There, was, there was moments where they were kind of stale. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think that's who Christian is yeah, he's as just, well. <laughs> he's a shell. He's a he's shell, a of, shell a person. of a person. Personification of gaslighting, yeah. for sure. Um, so what'd you think? Uh, it was so, so good. Yeah. It was like, not like a horror movie I've ever experienced before. Mm-hmm. almost didn't feel like horror. I mean, it definitely had horror elements. It was just so pretty. It was off-putting to me yeah. that it was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would definitely love to go back and watch it because I do remember like all the paintings on the wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just to be able to sit down and like think about that shit again. Yeah. A lot of bear imagery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The bear symbolized they they said something about a dark one. Yeah. Um, uh, which. I mean, that's well beyond what we know about their history and traditions, but I'm assuming there was some sort of incident where, like, a dark person or force threatened them, and... Oh, that also happened with the Maypole thing, where they said, like, the dark one tempted all these girls to dance until they died or something. And And in honor of that... In defiance of that, in in life, we do this. And the winner is the May Queen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved the the gore was outstanding. Mm-hmm. The just the brightness of the whole movie. What's her name? Florence. Uh, Florence Pugh. Amazing actor. Yeah. Crushed it top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, really, like anytime she had to cry, which I think was. Part of, like, the foreshadowing in the beginning where, like, her crying was very big. It was very... Her, her screaming. And all alone. Which comes to play in later when she's yeah. screaming and everybody's screaming with her. Yeah. It was like she was always meant to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we didn't say that uh, Pele mm-hmm. kissed her when she became the May Queen. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was cute. And he was drawing her yeah. as she was the May Queen, too, at that little dinner. Yeah, and he gave her a drawing as a birthday present of her. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Unlike most of the things in the movie, very cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's just interesting that Pele was, like, the best guy in that group, but he also brought them all there to be killed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it really worked out for Danny. Yeah. I mean, there's easier ways to go about a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Honestly, glad Christian died in a fire. Yeah. Um, I know that when this movie came out, a lot of people didn't like that Danny chose Christian. Like, they had a problem with that. I mean, her options were this guy who's been manipulating you and being an asshole and you just watched him cheat on you. Or this guy you don't know. Yeah. 
pretty obvious easy to me choice. as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, this piece of shit or this maybe a good guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there is, with Ari Aster's films, there's a level of like real magic to it. Mm. Like in Hereditary, like the the demon shit and yeah. like the spirits, you know. That kind of stuff. And like the cults like could be perceived as crazy, but they were right. And there is this supernatural force they put at work. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's also kind of happening in uh, Midsummer too, because like, especially with Christian and how he did have sex with Maya, like yeah. he seemed kind of in a trance that whole time even though he was on drugs like you know drugs don't force you to do something yeah so like it seems and like she had done the ritual thing to Mm -hmm. make him like her so i don't know there's just like a little bit there's things throughout there is like these people have these traditions and stuff but it seems like there's actually something there and it works in the sense that like when people talk about magic in real life it works in the same kind of sense where like yeah she did all this stuff to get him to like her and it ended up working yeah but also it could be viewed as just a coincidence that you know he already liked her and she did all this stuff yeah which it's it's a yeah a real world level thinking of magic uh-huh yeah it's very subtle but like once you see it so many times you're like this really works out for this cult. Like yeah. they, what they got going on is really working for them. And mm-hmm. uh, why would they stop doing it if it seems right. like it's been working this whole time? Right. Yeah. And like it's a beautiful place. That's like obvi- obviously like their their crops and stuff are sustaining them. And yeah, yeah like their cycles working for them. <laughs> so yeah. If it ain't broke, break it. That's what I say. And Danny, like, even through all this trauma and stuff, like, definitely is going to stay at that cult. I like, think so. Yeah. That's the sense yeah. of family that she's lost, the sense of community she's been looking for. Yeah. People to share her pain with her when before she was just kind of being put to the side, yeah. being told, hey, you're letting this happen to you. Yeah. No, it's going to be a bunch of people that are going to be like, I. I'm sharing your pain. Yeah. Which Pele was doing from the beginning with Danny. Yes. Being like, I because know he, what you're going yeah, through. Grew up with that. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love when a movie, nothing is, everything in the movie exists for a reason. Yeah. That is Ari Aster to a T. Like, yeah. you, he, with his movies, you can dissect the shit out of them and they'll hold up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's very few issues. Yeah. For even this. if you, like, go way in depth with it. I mean, they're, like, on either side of the spectrum, I love it. Like, movies like Days and Confused, like, they, like that isn't about anything necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just about a day that, the, that these characters are going through. Mm-hmm. And then movies like that, yeah, where it's movies like this and what Edgar Wright does, mm-hmm. where... Edgar Wright does this thing where it's almost like the movie plays up to the middle point and then kind of just goes back in reverse. Like, it's like 
everything plays back into the ending in mm-hmm. a certain way. Um, usually it's like little lines or places in the movie, but like um, I just love, 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 love when everything has a purpose or the reverse of it where nothing matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah, I just, I love everything he does. He is, he is my favorite director. I say that with confidence. Definitely. And he only has like three movies. Yeah. But his I mean, next one, his next one is going to be a dark comedy with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Do we know anything else about it? I think we know the cast. Let me see. Joaquin Phoenix has been headed towards that like darker stuff here recently anyways. Like him as the Joker, my favorite Joker. Yeah. And people would probably kill me for saying that. <clears throat> it's called Disappointment Boulevard. It's mostly people that are unknown. But with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. That's going to be great. Nathan Lane as well, I recognize. Nathan who? Nathan Lane, who's the voice of Timon <laughs> in The Lion King. Okay. I don't recognize him at all. You don't recognize him? From what? Like besides, he does a lot of gay shit. So, but it says a decades-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Oh, sounds like kind of an American Psycho kind of thing there. He wrote it too. Or or Esther did. Yeah. Good. I was a big fan of a writer director, Quentin Tarantino. You know. I feel like. Ari Aster just has such uh, lukewarm reviews for how amazing his movies are. Yeah, no, they're out of this world. But I feel like... I forgot he did Munchausen, too. I feel like I only, like, when it comes to directors, only like them if they're a writer, also. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Jordan Peele, Ari Aster, Sam Raimi, right? Well, I guess he didn't do write Spider-Man or... But he did write one of the best fucking... Yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. One of the best horror movies of all time. I would like to see an Ari Aster take on Evil Dead. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That would be so good. Yeah. Dark comedy. Like, um, Midsummer only has a 7.1 out of 10. Wrong. For what? Why? Hereditary has a higher rating. 7.3. Gotcha. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming out for part two of uh, Spooky Season. Spooky. Over here at uh, (laughs) Inebriated Inc. The next movie we watch will be a Nicolas Cage one. So, fucking... Are we making that a surprise? I think we already said what it was, but I'm really not sure, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, We need to edit these two episodes. Yeah. For sure. But thanks. Look at that little bam. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> go go check out the Instagram. Yeah, we're doing things there. Um, um what else? We might be having a little surprise uh episode for you guys, a little fun short shorter thing we might be doing. With a uh, uh, uh 
good actor friend of ours. Yep, yeah. a, a great friend, uh, hopefully great guest as well. Uh, good, a great actor, a better friend, yeah, I would say about this man. Is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, lots of things to look forward to. I hope you're enjoying your October. I'm, I really hope I am not sick at this point <laughs> that you are listening to this. Yeah. Uh, that would be that'd be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that would be ideal. Uh, a two month long cold. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We'll see you guys next week. See, see ya. No, you go. We'll we'll uh, be providing audio for you next week. <laughs> Similarly to this one.